0: Uno, uno, dos. One, two, 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 for,
1: two. For the road. Welcome to Two for the Road movies with Matt and Adam. I'm Matt, and I'm Adam. We are a weekly movie conversation podcast. Every week we'll pick a theme, uh, recommend a movie to the other guy that they have not seen based on that theme, watch and discuss. We have a bit of a generation gap between us, so I think that'll be apparent in the next couple weeks. (laughs) And we're kind of fudging on this week's theme, so... Uh, Matt is just, you know, threw out a couple movies from the, the 70s. 70s yep. And next week I'll throw out a couple movies from the 90s. I don't know about you, but this is like the 90s for me is like when I first became aware of movies. Mm-hmm. I was born in 80. Yes. And so maybe the same is true for you, like yeah. the 70s. Pretty
0: much. You know, I turned 15 in 1970 and then really started going to movies. And I, I used to watch a lot of movies on TV, but, you know, I really became a movie addict during the
1: 70s, high school and beyond. So. And I would argue those are probably two of the best decades for movies, right? I would
0: think the three top decades are, and in, in any
1: order, are the 90s, the 70s, and the 30s. And you're not counting all the Marvel movies from the 2000s. I'm just joking. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, uh, this week, as I said, you recommended a couple of 1970s movies for me. A um, couple movies I'd heard of. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of them I heard from you a lot, you and your significant other (laughs) love the second movie we're going to talk about okay the first one um Last Picture Show I try so
0: hard my dear to show 1971 Peter Bogdanovich um black and white um winner of two Academy Awards for, for what for acting uh, Best Supporting Actor. Sybil or? Both. Uh, well, no. It, uh, Cloris Leachman won for Best Supporting Actress. Okay. And, and uh, hold on a second. got to get his name. I can't remember his name.
1: So as you're pulling that up, Cloris yep. Leachman is Ruth? Yeah. Yep. She was yep. the older woman yep. that our main guy was having an affair right. with. Okay. Right. Ben
0: Johnson won for Sam the Lion. Oh, okay. Yeah.
1: They were good.
0: Cloris Leishman, that last scene that she did was one take, no practice.
1: I don't know anything about any of these actors, <laughs> except for Jeff Daniels. Yeah. Okay. So you have to educate me. Or Jeff Bridges. Jeff Bridges. Oh, my God. <laughs> Got my Jeffs mixed up. Yeah, one of them is the dude. The one of them is the dude. And one of them is in Dumb and Dumber. Right. Okay. Got it. He was a young Jeff Bridges too. Yeah, and I will say seeing young Jeff Bridges it was like seeing a robot that looks a lot like a human, but is not quite a human. Mm-hmm. It's in that uncanny valley. It's like, <laughs> is, what? Like I, can't, young Jeff Bridges? Bridges yeah. yeah, I keep saying the wrong one. Young Jeff Bridges, like, oh, weird, because yep. he has the Jeff Bridges essence, but he looks like a little kid. Right, he does look like a little kid. He looks like about 8 years old, you know, in a large body. Right. Yeah. Right, right. Yeah. He's like a tall guy, big head, little kid face all squished in the middle. Yeah. Weird-looking creature. All right, Matt, so anything else you want to say about it before we get into it?
0: Um, no, nah, I just Peter Bogdanovich, the director is um he's also an actor. You might have Did you see The Sopranos? Kind of. Yeah, he was he played Tony's psychiatrist psychiatrist okay yeah so um but he's been in a lot of th- he's he's act- actually done more acting than directing but he's also a, a film historian he was good friends of Orson Welles um so he's an interesting guy made some good movies um a couple of them I'll, uh one of them I think I'll give you to watch at some point called St. Jack uh which is good um He's known for Paper Moon and uh, St. Jack, Last Picture Show. So he's done some good stuff. But
1: this is his first big one, I think. And this is based on a screenplay from, or it's it's written by Larry McMurtry. Yeah, it was a book. It was a
0: novel originally. And then McMurtry and wrote the screenplay, and then Bogdanovich kind of touched it up a little bit, I think.
1: And he's a Lonesome Dove guy. Yeah. So mm-hmm. yeah. Big, big Texas guy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He knows Texas. Yeah. All right, so I mean, this movie is basically a town full of fairly attractive women and undesirable men. Yeah.
0: <laughs> There's not much going on as far as the for the women there.
1: Yeah, a lot of uh, a lot of early and like soon regretted marriages. That's yeah. kind of the vibe. I think the whole town should be called Regret. <laughs> you know the, the whole the whole town was kind of funny to me because everyone has this unwritten code of decency. Mm-hmm, they mm-hmm. keep saying decent, but they're all I mean, with the ex- everyone is screwing each other, other over with the exception of Sam the Lion.
0: Yeah,
1: he's the only truly decent person. Even Cloris Leachman is cheating on her husband. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. Who's a he's an asshole, but still, yeah. still he's doing. There's,
0: you know, yeah. Sam the Lion is a, a faithful asshole, as <laughs> far as we know. <laughs> you know he was the reason he was called stand the lion i think he was the most respected probably the biggest shot in town of course because he owned everything i, I guess yeah <laughs> I don't, I, who knows how that came about yeah yeah,
1: yeah. It didn't seem like a like he had like great business acumen maybe he's just early investor
0: well you know you see a need pool hall. town needs a pool hall. town needs a cafe
1: Town, town needs a pool <laughs> a hall. movie theater. Town needs a pool hall, which I guess women were not allowed to go to. <laughs> Back then, that's the way. It was. You know, this takes place in the
0: early '52, I think. Uh-huh. It was uh, at the start of the Korean War or something.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, yeah. Anyway, there's a comment later. <laughs> there's, there's, yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, you look at Texas '52 pool hall. Yeah, women weren't allowed. But as a dude, don't you want
1: women in the pool hall?
0: I don't know. I guess maybe maybe you just want a place to get away, you know.
1: Fair enough. Your Good wife's point. not
0: gonna come in and and
1: hassle you. So. Right. So, yeah, you want your women. They sometimes they can be in the cafe. They can always be at the picture show. They can always be in the back seat of your car. Yeah, that's the main places for the okay. women of this town. Yeah. All right. Good to know. Yeah. So I was just kind of struck by this idea that. You know, you got to be decent. And they're, everyone's like giving each other like lectures on decency. Like, you're all terrible people, which I guess is the point. Yeah. So uh, our movie starts with um, a couple of kids who are apparently terrible athletes. They keep getting yeah. told <laughs> I that. I love this opening. Yeah. <laughs> the whole town. <laughs> yeah. Both of, both of these movies, this one and the next one, have a couple of really great, like, Running gags, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. and then this one, it's like, oh, you guys can't tackle, but then when they're <laughs> <Try> playing, tackling, <laughs> right? and the basketball team later loses one hundred and twenty-four <laughs> to twelve, like I think it's a new record. So yeah, these guys are terrible athletes, but <laughs> I, like,
0: and I love it later on when the. the um the, the kid, who was the quarterback of the team, is now graduated and he's working the flags at the football game and the guy's talking to him
1: and says, so when did you play <laughs> last year? Okay. Uh, uh, I don't know, eight months ago? I, <laughs> I, I love when they're like, oh, you guys can't tackle. And he's like, nah, it seems too rough for me. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so yeah. So we get these two kids, they're, one of them doesn't speak at all. He. Yep. He's, I guess, uh, what they refer to as an idiot? Yeah. Uh, simple, yeah. Uh, deaf. It's... Not deaf, but a mute. Yeah, I think he's mute. He's just not all there. He just sweeps. Yeah. He sweeps the street. I mean, honestly, the smartest kid in town. Like, don't talk to anybody. Your life will be better. Yeah. Uh, we get a sense of the nightlife, which mm-hmm. is, as we we said, they just go to the movie theater. Mm-hmm. They walk. They get in their car. They cop a feel. They go home.
0: Right. Sometimes I go drink beer or some and across the state line or something. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, yeah. Uh, we get a sense of their school life. You know, we see the English class; they're all just cutting up. Mm-hmm. Gym class. Their gym teacher is a terrible person. Yep, <laughs> run you little piss ants. <laughs> He's sitting in a chair, telling run, run, run. Right. Nothing like a horribly out of shape gym teacher yelling at you to run. <laughs> so, okay. Uh, as we meet some of the uh, characters. Kind of the periphery characters, we meet J.C.'s mom, mm-hmm. who seems like an older version of J.C. Yeah, uh, yeah. played by Ellen Burstyn. Right. She's she's stepping out on her man, but also she wants her daughter to find a dude who's, you know, basically don't fall into the same life I fell into. Yeah. J.C. is Civil uh, Shepherd in her first role, I believe. is her first role? I think so. Wow, she yeah. did a lot in her first role. <laughs> yeah, it was a big part. I guess so. Uh, so, and then we... Sort of, then we start some of the conflict starts to come in uh, when Sonny, who's the main dude, mm-hmm. right? Sonny and um, Dwayne, Dwayne, right? Mm-hmm. Who is Jeff Bridges. Sam, Sam Bottoms and Jeff Bridges. Sam Bottoms? I, I've never seen any of his movies, I don't think. Mm-hmm. Kind of looks like a young um, Ryan Reynolds. Yes. He's yeah. got like, that kind of like innocent-looking, raise-my-eyebrow and can be sort of charming face. Actually, I think it was... It's Timothy Bottoms. Timothy Bottoms. Timothy, Sam's brother who played the mute. Right. Yeah.
0: Real life brother. Mm Right. Yeah, Timothy Bottoms.
1: Yeah, so we got Sonny taking out the coach's wife to go see a doctor. I don't know if we ever knew what it was for.
0: It seemed like bad news. It did it. Because she came out and was kind of upset of the doctors, you know? I just figured she was dying, but she didn't seem too
1: sick. Yeah, maybe um, something to do with fertility. Yeah. You know? Oh, I bet maybe that was it. I yeah. didn't even think of that. I'm not sure. I mean, yeah. you know, when you see something like that, you think, first you think cancer, right? Right. But then, I don't know how common cancer was in 1950s. Probably less That's so, pretty, right? Well, it it was common, but it was, you know, what? how did they treat it? I don't know. You know? Rub some dirt on it. Uh, then we So then we see a young Randy Quaid, which is also always jarring. Yeah. Because he's now such a psychopath. <laughs> but, like, the young Randy Quaid... Uh, Charming, literally charming the pants off of Civil Shepherd, with absolutely no charm. No, yeah, come to this party because we do naked swimming. It's great. Yeah, yeah. That whole thing was like,
0: she wanted to be the bad girl. I think to prove a point to her mother.
1: Okay. You know. I guess so. Yeah. But yeah, so she hooks up. She she you know kind of runs off with the lesser Quaid, pisses off uh, Jeff. Bridges,
0: mm-hmm.
1: Coach's wife and Sonny eventually hook up. We get, we actually do get the naked pool party, which kind of threw me off. I was not expecting to see a bunch of you know supposed teenagers naked standing around a pool. Right, and then Sybil Shepard does her striptease
0: on the on the diving board. And these are like the rich kids, right? Right. These are the, this is why she did it, uh-huh. I think, because then she got a she got in with the rich kids, right,
1: which is what she wanted. Great. <laughs> Uh, then we have this really uncomfortable scene. So kind of one theme throughout this movie is just terrible sex. Yes. And so all the guys are bored. They have nothing to do. Mm-hmm. So they're like, hey, I guess we should try to get Billy, the mute, to hook up with Jimmy Sue, who I guess is like the town. Like, is she a prostitute? I guess. <laughs> all right. But for a buck 50 or whatever it was, I don't know. Maybe. I don't yeah. know. See, I don't. I don't know, like the inflation. Like, I don't know if that was like a deal or if that was expensive for the time. Like, I have no idea. Like, yeah. It, I mean, how much was the picture show? That would give me like, in you know, in yeah. It seemed like less than a dollar. Okay. Yeah. Okay, well. Yeah. All right. So, and but you know, Billy wasn't really up for the moment or mm-hmm. whatever. Or, mm-hmm. So that that pisses off Sam the lion. Sam the lion, right? Because Sam the lion, he's not related to Billy, right? No, he just takes care
0: of them, I believe. Right. Yeah. And, and it's never explained. It's never explained. Just he's a nice. And he just person. watches out for him, mm-hmm. and then uh, Sonny
1: watches out for him a lot too. Mm-hmm. They hang out together. So. Right. And then we get what I would assume is Sam the Lion's Oscar scene when they're fishing. Yeah, that was the scene. It's only yeah. the only time that he really gets to kind of go off.
0: If she was here, I'd probably be just as crazy now as I was then in about five minutes. Isn't that ridiculous? No, it ain't really. Because being crazy about a woman like her is always the right thing to do. <laughs> being a decrepit old bag of bones that's what's ridiculous. Getting old. Yeah, that's a great scene. There's 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 a couple of great scenes. I mean, this is why they won the Oscars. Mm-hmm. That scene in 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 Civil Shepherd, not Civil, uh, Clark mm-hmm. uh, scene. Sunny comes back after dumping her.
1: Right. So yeah, Sam just kind of like sort of has. I mean, I don't. So when you watch this movie, did you have the subtitles on? Mm-mm. Okay. If anyone's listening and you're gonna watch this movie, I recommend having the subtitles on because. There's a lot of country music playing throughout this whole movie, but you can't really hear it mm-hmm. very clearly. But when you have the subtitles on, the song lyrics are also on the screen. And they like really kind of tell a story. Oh, like, I never realized that. Yeah, it's I, I like, just hear it these yeah. No, it's kinda of, it's kinda of like it fits the mood and mm-hmm. like it sort of like gives you an insight of like what a character might be thinking or it, i don't know, it's just it's like an extra right person, you know, on screen essentially. Mm-hmm. A lot of Hank Williams. A lot of Hank. Mm-hmm. Not junior, junior, senior, senior. Yeah. Definitely not Hank the <laughs> Third. No, he's a he's a maniac. <laughs> uh, so yeah, so we get the you know the fans, you know Sam Lyons' great scene mm-hmm. where he kind of yep. stares off in the distance and talks about his lost love, and yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah, I mean this whole movie just like these little bits, right? He's like it kind of keeps jumping and jumping, and like it's unclear, like even how long time has passed until someone mentions something, you know. Right, you don't even know. I mean, the weather hardly ever changes. Right, it's right. always
0: just blowing, and it's you know <laughs> right. West Texas weather, and it's right. is, is, cold is it, or
1: is it windy or is it gusty? Which it, one is it? Yeah. So this movie takes place in Wichita Falls. Is that right? No, it's it's a it's a fake. Oh, it's a fake town. It's a fake town. Oh, I thought it's outside
0: of Wichita or close to Wichita Falls. I think. Okay, but no, it's a fake town.
1: Larry McMurtry made up, it's based on something he probably experienced. But Right. It's, well, Annarine is the high school, so I guess yeah. Arena is the town. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was just thinking it was close to Wichita. That's mm-hmm. one of the few Texas towns I've been to, randomly. <laughs> and yeah. I just remember a lot of large people there. So this is one scene that kind of stood out to me just because it was so bizarre. When Sybil is back at, like, the rich kid's house, and she's hanging out with Randy uh, Quaid. Mm-hmm. And then she walks in the kitchen to see the guy she's really into. Right. He, like, approaches her and just, like, gives her, like, the full trump. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> you know? yeah, yeah. Just, yeah. like, Congrats. grabs her right, you know, where you would not expect. hmm What was up with that? That threw me off. He just knew he could do it, I guess. And then, but then he
0: says, you know, are you a virgin? She mm-hmm. goes, yes. Yeah. She goes, well, well, let me know when you're not. Okay.
1: You know, which is another weird thing. It's like, okay, you don't want the, the virgin. Have you seen the movie Kids? Yes. Okay, this is like the anti... uh, What's that kid's name? Tully? Telly? I can't remember. Mm -hmm. He only wanted versions of that. So, um, boys go to Mexico. I was assuming they were in Wichita Falls. That's like a 15, 16-hour drive. Seems like it. (laughs) Great. And that old truck. Mm Mm-hmm. Right. And I'm, I'm assuming worse roads and just everything. Anyway, so... I was hoping to see some of them in Mexico. We don't get it. Yep. Sam dies. The kind of yada yada that. Like he just died, right? <laughs> right. He had an aneurysm or something or a mm-hmm. stroke or something. As he dies, we got a pretty cool funeral scene. Mm-hmm. You kind of see everyone kind of eyeing each other. Sonny takes it hard. Yep. Yeah. Yeah,
0: he was the center of the town. I mean, Sam the Lion. Especially for the young young men. They didn't have anybody else to look up to. I mean, the coach. Their fathers? Yeah, their fathers. They're, you
1: know, they're not around. We don't even meet them. Well, Sonny sees his father at like a party. Yeah. And his father's like, how you doing? He's like, good. <laughs> See you later. <laughs> nice <laughs> chat, dad. Yeah. So yeah. the assumption is the fathers are all roughnecks out on like yeah. the rigs and stuff? Okay.
0: I guess, or they're just not around. You know, it seems like a lot of absentee
1: fathers in this town. Well, I mean, he's not at the pool hall, so where is he, you know? (laughs) He figured figured he'd see his father a lot there. Uh, Sybil Shepard tries to hook up with Dwayne. Uh, Not a very understanding lover when it comes to erectile dysfunction. No. 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 (laughs)
0: She
1: she doesn't get it. No, like yelling doesn't make it
0: better. Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) Well, she was just such a
1: bitch. She was pretty she, terrible. She used people, you know. It, I was, I'm surprised that this was her first role because, I mean, she's such like a villain mm-hmm. in this that I thought she might get worried about being sort of typecast as like such a terrible person.
0: Well, I remember her, I think it was her second role. Mm. Oh, hold on a second. Let me find that. Um, anyways, go ahead. No, Frank, but anyway, as,
1: as it being such an early role, I was just surprised that... And also, I was surprised that she was willing to go nude and all. You know, it just was a little bit shocking. Right. I, I forgot. I forgot about that.
0: That she actually did it. Mm-hmm. I thought, oh, wow! <laughs> I can't remember. I, I can't believe I didn't remember that scene. You know, yeah. Her second book, movie was called The Heartbreak Kid, and you know, she was uh, uh, kind of an asshole in that one too. So, all right, maybe. <laughs> and was nominated, I believe, for best supporting actress. Or best, yeah, best supporting actor. So.
1: All right, so Dwayne leaves town because he's a failure as a lover. He's mm-hmm. all bummed out. She wants to leave him. Uh, she So then her mother's side piece shows up while the mom is not home. Mm-hmm. And so Sybil Shepard's, like, taking to the pool hall. So a very uh, disturbing, again, sexy, and with the, the way the sound drops out. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, this is, it just made it that next level of like, ugh. And then he brings her home and tells her to get the hell out of the car. <laughs> right, she says, she's trying to kiss him
0: or something. She says
1: something like, oh, what a
0: night. I never <laughs>
1: expected that would happen. And he's like, see ya.
0: Yeah. Wichita, I think that was his name. Wasn't that his name? No,
1: no, no. His name was Abilene? <laughs> Abilene. I knew it was a sound somewhere. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Abilene. And then we have this one. So then, out of the blue, Joe Bob kidnaps a girl. Right. Like, this is the preacher's son, right? Yeah. Who's
0: always getting picked on by this one kid. Yeah. For some reason.
1: Well, he's, yeah. he's yeah. a weak kid. Yeah, and yeah. Weak kids pick on weak kids. Mm-hmm. I mean, yep. And so, uh, yeah, Joe Bob kidnaps a girl. <laughs> I love how the sheriff is like, everyone in the pool hall, get in your cars. going we go again. I was like, what? Like, <laughs> the posse. <laughs> right. Because, I mean, this is
0: a Western. Uh-huh. That's I mean this is what this is. This is the last of the westerns. Not not only the last picture show, but this is the last of the Westerns. Because if you got rid of all the cars in this town and just had horses, you 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 probably oh, Texas town, 1880s or something.
1: Yeah, not much has changed. No. And so, you know, he didn't harm the girl, but I guess maybe he made her take her pants off. Yep. So and Sonny keeps saying, He didn't
0: do anything, just made her take her pants off.
1: Yeah, Sonny, you need to re up your <laughs> Definition of creepy. Sunny wasn't too bright. Right. Speaking of not too bright, Sybil starts to lead him on. Mm-hmm. Or uh, JC, I'm sorry. JC starts to lead him on a little bit. Mm-hmm. And he's into it. Dwayne comes back, figures it out. They get into a, we see like a pretty lame best friend fight with like this slow bottle mush to his yeah, eye. Yeah, yeah, um, But I was like, God, this is a terrible fight. But then I realized, oh, they're terrible athletes. So maybe. Yep. They're not good fighters <laughs> yeah, they're, just a... they're not used to fighting. No. Yeah. No. He's, he's a, these guys used to rolling over. Uh, he's in the hospital. He's got an eye problem. Ruth tries to show up. Doesn't want to see her. Uh, they try to elope. He tries to elope with J.C. Well, they actually do get married, mm-hmm. and but
0: the cops catch them, bring them back home. I guess they're, the the, the uh, wedding's annulled, and they never see each other again. Yeah, and that's what she she just wanted the notoriety. You know, the you know she wanted to be famous
1: in town. Right. She's got that line like, "God, the whole town just can't stop talking about it." Right. That's all she wants. Yeah. She wants attention. Yeah, J.C. would be crushing social media these days. Oh, my God. Yeah, she'd be she'd be on top of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she more born in the wrong time. Uh, so, yeah, so, failed, elope, failed eloping. Dwayne joins the military because, of course, uh, Billy is run over. Yes. By some out-of-town guy just passing through. Mm-hmm. Sweeping, he was out sweeping the street. Um, Yeah, this was like a pretty, also kind of shocking. Mm -hmm. And it just kind of reminded me of like those early scenes where all these guys are just piling on to the football team where you get all these old guys and one guy goes, well, it's his fault. Other guy's just, yep, yep yep, yeah, yep, 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 sure was. The boy was an idiot, yeah. It's, you know, and Oh, he weren't doing
0: nothing. He's just an old simple-minded kid. Story Never he had, had no, no sense. Your fault. Hell no, mister, I can say that. He was just a dumb old kid. Never was good enough to keep his ass out of the cold. Morning like this, let's go to the cafe. All right, I ain't had no breakfast. I'd still like to know what he was doing lugging that broom around this time of day.
1: He was sweeping, you sons of bitches. He was sweeping. It's like no one's calling the police, like right. no one's calling an ambulance. Just... Sonny has to pick him up off the street and set him on the sidewalk. Right, and we get the first, the only time that Sonny raises his voice in his own right. movie is yelling, you know, telling these guys off. Mm-hmm. And still, the truck driver's like, "Hey, you got some weird kids in this town. All right, our right, fell, see you later. <laughs> you know, like <laughs> just a dead kid. Yeah, yeah. no big deal. Right. Uh, yeah, that was very surprising. And then uh, Sonny ends up getting back with Ruth. Ruth hmm As you mentioned, she has that great scene where she throws the coffee pot.
0: What am I doing apologizing to you? Why am I always apologizing to you, you little bastard? Three months I've been apologizing to you without you even being here. I haven't done anything wrong. Why can't I quit apologizing? You're the one I ought to be sorry. I wouldn't still be in my bathroom if it had been for you. I had my clothes on hours ago. You're the one made me quit caring if I got dressed or not. I guess just because your friend got killed, you want me to forget what you did and make it all right? I'm not sorry for you. You'd have left Billy too, just like you left me. I bet you left him plenty of nights. Whenever J.C. whistled, I wouldn't treat a dog that way. I guess you thought I was so old and ugly. You didn't owe me any explanation. You didn't need to be careful of me. There wasn't anything I could do about you and her. Why should you be careful of me? You didn't love me. Look at me.
1: Didn't you even look at me? She's upset, but then eventually she realizes, like most people in this town, what else am I going to do? And this made her a big star. If, If she was, she did a lot
0: with Mel Brooks. She was on the Mary Tyler Moore show. So she did a lot
1: after this. She was great. Yeah, so that's pretty much it, right? Mm-hmm. And then the, you know, it just ends. The picture show is closed down. Right. And just sort of the town will continue to decay until, mm-hmm. you, know, you know, Sonny will become the next Sandalion, hopefully. Or yeah. he becomes the next basketball coach. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, his his path is uncertain right
0: this is a really
1: sad movie for, for me it was
0: um, there's a lot of decay you know you can see the society in decay you can see the town in decay the, the people you know they live in a town why are they living there <laughs> you know everyone's got to be somewhere yeah I guess so I mean it's a lot of people have just given up right. right and the and the, and the, and the I think what being in black and white, too, it makes it even more stark. And if you, the the way McDonoughich filmed the town, there's hundreds of those towns all over this country that look like that Mm -hmm. starting in the 50s. -hmm. You know, they're just storefronts disappearing. I mean, you can, they're all through the South, you know, those kind of towns where there's nobody doing anything. Mm -hmm. You know, how do they live? Maybe there's a Walmart and everybody's working there or Mm -hmm. something. Dollar General, Dollar General, yep. So, but yeah, I found this movie to be extremely sad for me. So it was
1: sad, but I thought it was extremely interesting. Yes,
0: it's a great movie. I I, I think it's really really good. I I think that it it keeps you involved. It, it never lags. It never lags. It's not too long. Hmm. The characters are interesting. You know. Hmm. Um, everything about it I,
1: I I thought it was extremely well done yeah I like the black and white aspect of it to make it seem that you know you can't really tell one day from the next mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. yeah
1: that's and that's the way it was mm-hmm. yeah we just see the the progress of time just you know we see Sonny you know now he's a roughneck okay mm-hmm. now he's okay now he's running the pool hall you right know, now he, you know it's just we just see him in like these different roles but mm-hmm. same it's the same thing yeah time stand, stood still
0: basically. I mean, yeah, you couldn't tell one year from the next. Hmm. It's the same group, you know, Sonny and his group will become all those old men later on, you know, the ones that, who don't give a shit, Hmm. you know, just bitter, whatever.
1: Uh, Yep. Uh, Matt, do you have a, uh, oh, it's that guy? I have a few of them. All right, let's hear them. (laughs) Um,
0: Ben Johnson, do you remember him? No. Wild Bunch? Which, which, who was he? He was one of the guys in the Wild Bunch. He was, uh, yeah, he but was, who was he in this movie? Uh, Simon, Sam the Lion. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, Ellen Burstyn, who played the mother uh, of JC's mother. Okay. She was in The Exorcist, among other things. As the
1: mother of Linda Blair? Yep. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep. Clue Gallagher. You remember him, huh? The Killers? Yeah, very uncharming. <laughs> so he, so this movie was made several years after The Killers, right? Because mm-hmm. he definitely looked older. And he looked a lot taller in this than I thought he was in The Killers. It was only six years? Well, it's yeah. Hollywood life. Yeah, He's, yeah, yeah, he's yeah. probably drinking Jack Daniels every day mm-hmm. and smoking a couple of packs mm-hmm. of cigarettes. So he definitely looked aged. Eileen Brennan, who played Genevieve. She, she was in a lot of stuff. Uh, Who's Genevieve? Oh, the cafe worker? The yeah, cafe, cafe worker. Yeah, I was hoping Sonny was going to hook up with her.
0: Yeah. I think she wanted it. Oh. Anyway, her husband was dying or something. You know, he was sick. You know, Sam left her the, the cafe. Right. Left Sonny okay. the pool hall. And he left money
1: the, to, to the kid. Who? Why? They think? never explained that. I was thinking that maybe it was really his kid. Yeah. That's what I was thinking. Okay, Sam the Lion, he runs the jungle. He's he's running <laughs> he's, those streets. Um, the other one
0: is Sam Bottoms, who was Billy. Mm-hmm. Do you ever see Apocalypse Now? Yeah, he was Lance. Okay, the surfer. All right.
1: So there's a bunch of them in there. Of course, Jeff Bridges, you know, and Timothy Bottoms had a pretty big career, right? Yes. This is just the only thing I think I've seen him in. Yeah, he uh, he's still acting today. Oh he's still alive. Wow. I th- no, no, he died. Um
0: he died a few years ago. But yeah, he um he did a movie called The Paper Chase soon after this. It was really well received too. So, yeah, he's he's he was working up until he died and oh no, he's still alive in 2020. I guess All right. he, yeah.
1: Uh, I'm sorry. Sorry. <laughs> the reports of his death <laughs> were premature. Yeah, sorry, Timothy Vons. you're still alive. You're <laughs> killing it by the way. <laughs> I think it was Sam who died, mm-hmm. who didn't have that greater career. Mm-hmm. I'm sure he's got that. He's got mm-hmm. that brother money hookup. All right, Matt, you have any? Uh, I have a couple lines that stood out to me. Okay, go ahead. All right, so the first one. This is uh, maybe highly questionable advice to a future daughter. This is JC's Jayce, mom talking to JC. She's trying to convince him, convince her not to be, not to marry Dwayne. It's probably the right call anyway. If you slept with him a few times, you realize there's nothing magic about him. <laughs> <laughs> Good advice. And in a way, you know, like, you're going to do it eventually. You might as well just get it over with and just realize, oh, oh okay. That's it? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, JC talking to Dwayne. She was so mean to him. Yeah, she was. What's on your feeble mind, Duane? Oh, I love that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What's on your feeble mind?
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: I just, just love, like, the dismissiveness of that. And then finally, uh, Dwayne you know, basically trying to yell, yelling at Sonny and trying to convince himself that Sonny never slept with JC. Mm. You ain't that good of a coxman. Right. Like he is. Right. <laughs> after, right. what, after what he did. But I just, I just love that. Like, yeah, yeah. That, that insult. <laughs> You're not very good of a coxman. It's like, what? How about you? Um,
0: JC is talking to her mom. You married daddy when he was poor and he got rich, didn't he? I scared your daddy into getting rich, beautiful. <laughs> well, if Daddy could do it, Dwayne could too. Not married to you, you're not scary enough. <laughs> oh, I bet she could be though. Oh yeah, she was. I think she was out to prove it.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, oh, what was it? I had another one, but anyway, let's move on. All right. I, can... have, um, I, I didn't do a recast for this. I couldn't think nah. of anyone. Do uh, you have any lingering questions?
0: Mm, no.
1: I do. We okay. have a couple. So Dwayne definitely got shot in the war right he's dead yeah he's not coming home he's not coming. he's
0: actually wrong really there's a sequel to this oh is there yeah okay it's what's called, called texasville a... oh Where civil shepherd sam bottom or no, timothy, timothy bottoms Bill. um is it good not it's it's mcmurtry mcmurtry wrote it really okay. yeah yeah i don't
1: think it's well-received i don't know okay so and Dwayne comes back yeah mm-hmm. damn i should have let him be shot i thought he you know i think the reality is if, <clears throat> if they had
0: to made a remake i mean a, a sequel then yeah we all think he's dead because he where's he, he's going nowhere
1: okay well then maybe you can answer my next question with this okay. this uh this sequel i didn't know about jc mm-hmm. so this is how i imagine her life turning out psychology major Never graduates college, gets knocked up in her senior year, returns back to the same old town. Mother of two. That would probably be the truth. I don't. I've never seen Texas Bill, so I don't know don't know know.
0: But I think you know that everybody's in it. So we'll see.
1: And then my last question: Now that the picture show is closed, the pool hall doesn't seem to be doing very well. There's nothing really to do at the night at nighttime, so. Should we be worried about the heifer population?
0: <laughs> oh yeah.
1: In the surrounding fields. Let's go out and get a heifer. Those dudes were pretty nonchalant about tossing out the idea of having sex with a cow. Right. Yeah, they are country boys. You never okay. know. A little I guess, stump pumping. guess, humpin'. man. I just, <laughs> they were just they're like I felt like that would be a more of a secretive conversation, like <laughs> Hey man, I've been. Or they laugh about it or something, but they were serious. Yeah, they laugh about it at first. Have yeah. a couple more drinks, and yeah. one guy brings it up again. Yeah, yeah. And then one guy's like, "Why don't we just walk out there? You know, yeah, let's yeah. just see." You know, it's like that sort of escalation. But no, they were full on like, "Let's just go do it right now." It's nine o'clock. <laughs> wow, better than Jimmy Sue or whatever her name was. Can't. <laughs> <guess>. is it? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, Jimmy Sue was not a. Uh, also, not a tender lover. No. Uh, all right, Matt. You want to guess the scores for IMDb?
0: I'm gonna go seven nine.
1: You went low. Really? Solid eight. Solid. It's a solid eight. In the rare eight mm-hmm. echelon. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, very high up there. Um, I'm trying to see. They just changed the format of this. I was gonna see where like what is placed next to, but no, I'll skip that for now. All right, Rotten Tomatoes. What do you think? I'm doing 96. 96 for the critics. Yep. It is 100%. Wow. Yeah. We don't have many of those. No. 58 <laughs> reviews in. 100% uh, positive. Mm-hmm. I mean, like we said, I mean, it's just, it's a good movie. It It's quick. It sees like these short scenes. They're not, sometimes they're connected immediately but rarely you know mm-hmm, there's mm-hmm. there's sort of like a little bit of a gap between it and as the audience you have to kind of fill in what happened you know mm-hmm. it's 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 smart you know it's the
0: whole timeline thing mm-hmm. you, you're just you're you're like in suspended an- animation you're not sure if, if time is really even moving because you don't really know there's no seasons mm-hmm. the, the only seasons are football season basketball season
1: you know and your team's losing anyway so <laughs> yeah, who cares yeah all right, and the audience, a little bit lower. I'll go 94? 90. 90, yeah. But, yeah, that's, that's over 10,000 ratings, so. Yeah. You're going to have some people who go, ew, black and white. I mean, yeah, I know. I'm just going to get that in general. All right, this is the uh, Critics Consensus. Making excellent use of its period and setting, Peter Bogdanovich's small-town coming-of-age story is sad, but moving classic. Sad, but moving. I'm sorry. Ugh. Yeah. Peter Bogdanovich's <laughs> small-town coming-of-age story is a sad-but-moving classic filled with impressive performances. Yeah, mm-hmm. not a very dynamic, no nope. critic consensus, but, yeah, it did touch on that sadness, which, I don't know, I guess I didn't really feel that like you did when I was watching it. Yeah, It just felt real, which maybe says a lot about my <laughs> childhood. <laughs> yeah. All right, Matt, any other comments about The Last Picture Show before we... I think if you haven't seen this, that it,
0: you're missing out on a on a huge film no absolutely it's a small but huge film
1: yeah Yeah, and totally holds up today yes All right, you wanna take a break and we'll come back and talk about being there okay well why don't you love me like you used to do how
0: come you treat me like a worn out shoe my hair's still curly and my eyes are still blue why don't you love me like you used to do ain't had no like a hugging and a kissing and a long
1: we're back our second movie of the week is 1979 Being There yes hey Matt this is a movie you've you've referenced <laughs> many times throughout my uh, friendship with you Okay. So I'll just give you the floor okay. here
0: okay um, this is Peter Sellers' last good movie he made one more it was terrible what was it uh, something about the Fu Manchu where okay. he's playing some Asian guy like he did every once in a while but, <laughs> Um, And he had not made a good movie in a while, because he was kept doing those Pink Panther movies, which were okay, but, you know, not like Doctor Strangelove or Mm -hmm. something like that. Um, And also, um, Hal Ashby, who was the director. We've seen two of his movies, um, The Last Detail, which we both loved. Mm -hmm. And... um, what was the other one? Uh, well, he also, he, this is in the 70s. He did Harold and Maude, okay, The Last it. Detail, Shampoo, which is also a great movie, uh, with Warren Beatty, Bound for Glory, which is, uh, I think it's about Hank Williams, or, no, uh, Guthrie. Uh, uh, I love Guthrie? Uh, it's no, his dad, Woody Guthrie. Okay. Um, Coming Home, <laughs> which is uh, Jane Fonda and uh, John Voight, a Vietnam thing, so... Um, I'm trying to find the other one. Maybe maybe he wrote something that we saw. I can't remember. Coming Any- home is
1: the one that won all the awards when Deer Hunter didn't. Right. right. Yeah. Gotcha. Sorry. <laughs> we uh <laughs>
0: have his mistake. It's all right. <laughs> um oh, in the Heat of the Night. He was the editor. He was an editor who got work as a director. So he was the editor of *He Heat of the Night, so um it's written by a guy named Jersey Kaczynski, who is a, a, an author, a playwright and stuff, who ended up killing himself. I don't know why, but um, yeah, it was just, it was, and it's, a, to me, it's it's
1: Peter Sellers at his best. And this is based on, like you said, it's based on a novel, and Sellers would try to get this made all through the 70s, mm-hmm. and then... Finally, finally, he was successful. I don't
0: want to do Pink Panther anymore. I want to do this, and finally, he did it. So, um, but he had a lot of good people working on it: Shirley McLean,
1: Jack Warden. How do you not love Jack Warden? <laughs> Jack Warden always playing the exact same character from <laughs> 1975 to the 2000s. He's just always bum puzzled yeah. about something. Right. He's <laughs> he's always he seems serious and concerned. I was surprised to see him as the president because usually he plays like the he would be like the president's assistant, right? Right. Who is serious and Mm -hmm, concerned mm -hmm, about something. mm -hmm.
0: The other actor in here is Melvin Douglas, who played the old man or the the husband of Shirley MacLaine, uh, and he he was around for a long, long time. So he he was um, very, very big in Hollywood at one time. So I don't know. Just I just love this movie. I watched it again. And I think it's like the fourth time I've seen it, maybe. I feel like it's the
1: fourth time you've seen it this year. <laughs> it seems like you're always telling me you're watching it like it seems like when you're like it's maybe. like it's, this is like your security blanket. Maybe it's something. like
0: 10. <laughs> I always feel good after watching this movie. I, I just I felt I, I just remember I watched it all yesterday and or maybe it was Monday. Yeah, it was Monday or Tuesday. And I watched it all and I just felt good the rest of the day. I don't know. Just having this simpleton who's was a genius. mm mm-hmm.
1: Mhm. He was a genius. Yeah, yeah. Uh, his genius is uh, to say as little as possible, <laughs> which makes him smart. Right. Don't don't pick up on the cues. Don't don't say what they're expecting you to say. Just answer the question exactly. Right. Do you mind if I call you Chauncey? Right, can I call you Chauncey? Sure. <laughs> That's not my name. Right. Go ahead. Of course you can. Why not? <laughs> Yeah. So, anyways, I, I love this movie. I hope you did. And I, you know, I liked it. I don't think I liked it as much as you. So yeah. I, I, hope I, you. I hope I don't disappoint you. <laughs> Not many people do. Hope we don't disappoint you in, as we talk about it. Um, so, for me, the beginning was like, okay, I get it. You know, he's a moron. It, mm-hmm. I feel like kind of it dragged a little bit. You know, there's a lot of him watching TV. Mm hmm. <laughs> And it's like okay, I get it. I get it. I thought this was like a really good opportunity for product placement. I don't know if that existed in 1979. Maybe, maybe not. Like I don't know if like Mr. Rogers paid any money to have them be one of the, you know, shows yeah. he watched. Probably. I think they just
0: randomly selected a bunch mm-hmm. of stuff. A lot and of any, you know, like the yoga stuff
1: that mm-hmm. all of a sudden he would be doing. Mm-hmm. You know, standing on his head, stuff like that. Right. He learned a lot right from the, from the TV. Like he he acted out. So, you know, the old man dies. He he, he gets kicked out. Um, yeah, nobody even knows he exists except the, the old man and the, and the cook, the the maid. Yeah, so what's his relationship with the old man? Never explained. I mean, it wouldn't be a son. If it was a son, hmm. he would have been allowed to stay, you would right. think. Right. I don't even think he knew. Right. He could have been his son. Like a bastard son? Yep. Like a, could like a bastard son. Yeah, could have been his <laughs> bastard son. But
0: he didn't even know. I mean, he couldn't tell you right he you asked him you know he, you know any other person would defend them, so i I've lived here all my life. What are you mm-hmm. talking about kicking me out? Mm-hmm. He just goes, okay, right,
1: <laughs> um, he takes his remote control with him, yeah, and that was when I was in yeah the remote control when he's <laughs> so he's very proud of it right right and he, when he when he runs in the young toughs and the first thing he tries to do is like change the channel <laughs> on them, <laughs> that was hilarious when i was in uh when I was at University of Florida, one of my friends was taking all of his classes on like he was a business major, so they would have they'd have thousands of people in one class mm-hmm. so they couldn't fit them all like in any room, so they would have the classes on t v mm-hmm. so my friend would just wake up turn on t v take classes for a couple hours, and turn it off and his his joke was he's going go to go and take the final <laughs> with his remote control and try to like turn <laughs> down or turn up the person speaking. <laughs> A Peter Sellers move. Yeah, because yeah, yeah, my buddy spent like a year or two just never going <laughs> to campus. Just, wow. you know, watching all his classes, which is great. But yeah, I loved when he runs in the Young Tufts and, you know, he's just changes the channel. like, And he, you know, and then he's walking down the street and he
0: sees a television store and he sees himself on television. Mm. <laughs> like later on, he says, I've been on television. Yeah, right. right. <laughs> <laughs> but then he tries to change the channels. And one changes. Mm. I don't know if you saw it. With mm. The little one. He's trying to change the big one, uh-huh. but the little one
1: changes. Oh, it's probably got the yeah. same remote, right? Yeah, yeah. So he gets hit by a car, picked up by these rich people. And these people are so rich, like they have a chauffeur and then a dude riding shotgun. Right. <laughs> you don't see that very often. They have a lot of servants. hmm Yeah. So, yeah, <laughs> it's, it's kind of weird that you have two people sitting in the front seat. Yeah. yeah. It's like the chauffeur's good at driving, but nothing else. Right. This other guy is good at being my assistant, but not a good driver. Right. Well, not a good driving, He hit the guy, right? <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. He has a perfect. She, she says, "Yeah, he
0: has a perfect
1: record." Well, up until now, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, we meet the old man. Mm-hmm. Uh, the old man takes a really quick liking to Chauncey. Mm-hmm. He's, dying. He, he's dying. He's mm-hmm. yeah. dying. And that's another thing. Like throughout this movie, people like him because mostly because they just let he just lets them talk. Exactly. Right. It's all these people just want like uh, like a mirror or just a sounding board. Mm-hmm. They just want to be able to project whatever they want onto someone right. without any interference. And he doesn't give them anything. Mm-hmm. And he just he, everything to
0: him is just simplicity. Right. And that's what they like. He's not a, a he's not a
1: complicated human being mm-hmm. as far as they can see. But really he is. <laughs> right, right. He's <laughs> agreeable, right? right? So Right. Like, the old man, you know, spits all his ideas out of him. He's like, oh, Chauncey agrees with me 100%. He must be smart. (laughs) And the president does the same thing. He's like, oh, quotes him. Right. (laughs) So, so the president, first time ever meeting someone. Next day, quoting them on national television. Yeah. This this president, and maybe this is just, like, a sign of the times, like, the 70s. Maybe, like, Reagan changed this, or maybe one of the Bushes did, or even maybe Clinton. Mm -hmm. Where, like, the president seemed very accessible
0: right <laughs> like yeah they probably were a little more
1: accessible back then right in, in compared to today or even like oh the vice president's gonna go on this talk show because right. you just go in his place <laughs> what? I mean okay <laughs> yeah you got he had to cancel so you go you know yeah made no sense um but yeah I was I was surprised how quickly he uh impressed the president and this whole thing with like Life is, or like the economy is a garden, yeah, the yeah. government's a garden, the world is a garden. A little bit repetitive for me.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I, I don't know, but I just thought I was just each person got hood, hoodwinked into thinking that that's what he was talking about, whether or not he was talking about. All he was talking about was a garden, mm-hmm. a real garden, but mm-hmm. they thought, oh, he's talking about the economy, they're talking about this, they're talking about that, or you know, he's talking about this. It's like, they're all idiots. Who's the idiot here? And I think that's what the whole story is. Who's the idiot? Well, yeah. I who's mean, the moron? Who's the The phony. president's the moron.
1: Who's the phony, right? Yeah, who's the phony? No one actually knows what they're talking about. Right. Right? There's this great Kurt Vonnegut quote, and I'm going to screw it up, but he says something like, you reach a certain age and you realize the world is run by people you went to high school with. <laughs> and it's terrifying. It's terrifying. <laughs> right. So that's kind of what it is, right? Mm-hmm. It's like no one actually knows what they're doing. They're no. all just, everyone's just kind of pretending and going through the motions. Right. Right. Yep. I mean, even even the butler is like, they're going in the elevator and he starts laughing preemptively. And he's like, oh, I thought you were going to make another elevator joke. Right. It's like, this guy's not making jokes. He thinks the <laughs> elevator is really a tiny room. I've never <laughs> been in one of these. And he thinks he's talking about the wheelchair. Mm-hmm. And he's talking about the elevator. Right. <laughs> <sighs> um, so th- then, you know, as the movie progresses and... Chauncey's, not I even mean, his name, right? He's yeah. coughing and he says, I'm Chance, I'm the Gardener. Oh, Chauncey Gardener. So he's uh, his stature hits like a certain level. So it becomes concerning to some. The people who kicked him out of his original home see him on TV and they're like, what, this guy? <laughs> this moron? I love the, the maid's reaction.
0: White world. <laughs> Only in a white world will this idiot become be quoted by the president or on TV.
1: Shortchanged by the Lord and dumb as a
0: jackass. Look at him now. In the shade of a Yes, sir.
1: All you gotta be is white in America to get whatever you want. Right, and she's right. Right. And again, it's like not just her, but like everyone, like whenever they're interacting with, with Chauncey, it's just confirming what they already think is true, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and so, such a commentary on like how If you're introduced, if you know someone, then you must be important. Right. Oh, you know this guy? You know the old man who's dying? Well, you also must be important. Yeah. I'll I'll equally take your advice without any (laughs) other vetting, just just honest face value. (laughs) Right.
0: The FBI, the CIA, they're all trying to vet this guy, and they can't find anything. So they think the other destroyed all... They think he's working for this, the, the FBI think he's working for the CIA and his, they, they've destroyed all his history and vice versa and all that. And it's
1: like, oh my God. You are, right, exactly. So the, the conclusion is that because we can't figure it out, it must be so amazingly complex that it's impressive. Yeah, it's like, you know,
0: we can't figure it out. So it's way over our heads. It's way over our paid pay grades. Whoever this guy is, mm-hmm. is is somebody's behind him that
1: we we don't know. Well, the FBI is like, well, he must be ex-FBI. <laughs> yeah, the guy says, and the CIA goes, I don't think so. <laughs> all right, I, I thought he was going to say he could be ex-CIA. I, I was expecting that yeah. sort of pissing contest to happen. So all this is going on. Um, Chauncey goes to this party with Eve. So Eve is now into him, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, a little bit unclear what is so irresistible, irresistible about Chauncey. I guess it's that he's so like, um, like stayed in mm-hmm. like his his, uh, his personality. Mm-hmm. So the other thing he
0: does is, which a lot of people know, he, he looks at people when he when they're talking. Uh-huh. He's, he's like everything. Everybody to him is a television set, right? And he's just staring at them. Unless he's got a television, <laughs> and then he, you know he'll look over their shoulder or uh-huh. whatever, you know. But it, I think that's the Yeah, I mean it's it's a farce. It's it's like you know why would this woman, you know this wife of the rich, one of the richest men on earth, fall for this guy? Hmm. Because he's different, right? You know, even though you know they go to the party for the Russian ambassador or something, and uh, her friend says, "Oh, he's so sexy." Right? She
1: says, "Like, (laughs) don't leave me alone with him." It's like, what are you (laughs) implying that you're gonna? You're going to jump my date if I go to the bathroom? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's, it's just a total farce. So, yeah, so eventually she throws himself at him. Mm-hmm. She throws herself at him. And they're in bed, sitting on bed, and he's just, like, looking over his shoulder <laughs> at the television. like. And then she's, you know, she's like, again, that sort of, like, You know, the human ability to rationalize anything. Mm -hmm. It's like, oh, you are so strong that you know, like you're, you're, you understand me. You know that I would have totally opened up myself if you had even touched me. Right. But you didn't touch me, which makes you a very strong person, which makes me love you even more. It it makes me more irresistible.
0: Exactly. Mm -hmm. Because you understand me so much. Mm -hmm. Now
1: you know, I can't, I can't take it. Right. And she says something like, I'm glad I didn't open myself up. he just parrots back something like, I'm also glad you didn't open yourself up. she's like, oh, you get me. (laughs) Oh my God. It's like, is that, I mean, is this the, uh, did we unlock the secret of life here? You just say very little parrot back what people have just said Mm -hmm. to you. Uh, Agree to everything. Look people in the eye. Don't use contractions. Wear clothes that are 40 years old or 50 years old, but expensive, expensive, right? Right, That that is a big part of it. He's wearing the old man's suits, right? That's he, why I he was allowed suits. to wear anything he had yeah. in the in the
0: attic. Mm-hmm. So,
1: um, okay, so yeah, he meets the Russian ambassador <laughs> again. The guy <laughs> I've been in these situations where someone will speak a foreign language to you, mm-hmm. you respond with a very little, but he didn't even respond, no, right? but in real he life, he just kind of laughed, right? right. Like he understood, yes. I've been in situations in South Korea where someone will say something Korean and they start laughing and I'll laugh and they're like, oh my God, your Korean is so good. I'm just like, "No," I'm going to walk away from you before <laughs> you find out it's not. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Then there was, so all this is happening mm-hmm. and then there's like this weird side scene where like the president has like, again, erectile dysfunction. <laughs> it totally seemed to like not fit at all.
0: Yeah. That was kind of a weird, it was more like uh um, you know, he was just worried about the economy and all this stuff, and I, I don't get it.
1: I, I, that's yeah, that didn't make sense. It's almost like, like, the writer, like, Hal Ashby, whoever was just like, What if the president had erectile dysfunction? I'm gonna fit that scene into a movie. <laughs> <laughs> it just it didn't make any sense. Mm-hmm. Uh, so eventually, the old man dies, as you know, as soon as you see that he's sick, you're like, Oh, that guy's gonna die soon. Mm-hmm. He does, um. And then the funeral. The president's blabbering on yep. about whatever, quoting Mr. Rand. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, again, I don't know what level of person would have the president speak at their funeral. would Be pretty big, pretty big deal, right? Right, right. I don't know who that would be now. No, unless um. it was Obama. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so yeah, so that's happening. And of the pallbearers, I guess... So the pallbearers are, like, walking walking the casket up to this tomb. Mm-hmm. And we have this Illuminati eye. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> so, yeah of course. Right, so, okay, I guess that's all, I guess, the pallbearers are part of the Illuminati, and that's where we're at here mm-hmm. in the in the story. And so they're kind of, like, grumbling amongst themselves, like... Who's going to be the next president or whatever. mm mm-hmm.
0: Were they talking about the company or the... United States. I got
1: the sense it was the United
0: States. I thought too. Yeah, you know, the, the, they didn't think Jack Gordon was
1: up for the task. His penis doesn't even work. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, why would he,
1: Why would he be a good president? And so they're kind of going like, oh, What about and So, oh, he's 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 smart but not charismatic. Right. What about this person? Oh, he's charismatic but maybe too charismatic. We mm-hmm. don't want that. Can't, right. you? Know, can't be controlled. And like, uh, we don't have any good options. And like, what about Chauncey? They're like, huh. Maybe he's our best shot. Yeah, that's what I was thinking (laughs) when I said
0: something. What about Chauncey Gardner? What do we know of the man? Absolutely nothing. We don't have an inkling of his past.
1: Correct. That could be an asset.
0: Man's past cripples him. His background turns into a swamp and invites scrutiny.
1: Up until this time, he hasn't said anything that could be held against him mail and telephone response from his appearance on that burn show no matter what you are told, was the highest they've ever had, there is no such thing. and it was 95% pro. I even well, I'm certainly open to the idea it would be
0: absolute unity to support the president for another time. That is exactly why I agree with Ben's final wishes. That was-
1: And then we kind of to John's. And he's just strolling around. He's wandering around <laughs> the
0: cemetery, <laughs> but you know, tries to help a, a tree that had been hit by a branch, you know, and stuff. Mm-hmm. Then he walks on water. Yeah. Well, what was your take on that ending?
1: I just think that that's what people looked at him as the savior. Yeah, it was kind. Of, right. I was thinking that too. But also, it's kind of like he didn't even think that he couldn't. You know, like he's so dumb that he's like, I guess I can just keep walking, mm-hmm. and then it worked. You know, it's like the old like wily Coyote thing, like run off the cliff and you're fine, and then when you look down, Uh-oh. that's when you fall, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. So he just he doesn't ever look down. Yep. he just sort of just rolls with it. Uh, but yeah, that was that's it, and then we kind of just, I mean, mm-hmm. n- you know, if this if this this had a part two, if this had a Texasville, yeah. it would be uh, Chauncey.
0: President Johnson.
1: President Chauncey. Yeah. And I don't know, we probably could, you know, do worse. Yes. I suppose. We've done worse since then. We have done worse. Uh, Matt, do you have any? Oh, it's that guy. Um, no, not really. Uh, yeah. like we kind of mentioned. I just had the yeah. president. I guess he's yeah. pretty famous. But. I mean, they got
0: Shirley MacLaine and you know, the other people, the big mm-hmm. stars. But I think the only guy who played the head, the, the head of the Secret Service. Used to be on a show called Benson, that's
1: which I rarely ever watch. So
0: okay. yeah, I can't remember his name.
1: It's called Benson. All right. You have any lines that stood out? Uh, yes. Louise, the
0: it's telling Ch- Chance Chauncey, you need to find yourself a nice woman, but I think it should be an older woman. She's so you're not going to do a young one
1: any good with that small thing of yours so okay so that kind of stood out to me was she implying that she had seen him naked yeah she she took she raised him okay so (laughs) she's
0: been around (laughs) too you know I mean if they ever went and asked her about the nobody asked her about this guy who was living in the house Mm -hmm. but
1: but, yeah um I think that's about it I I mean there's a lot of good lines in it yeah the one I wrote wrote down like came up later in the outtake Mm mhm Oh yeah, where he's with that he runs in the street tubs and like, do you know Raphael? <laughs> or no, I'm sorry. No, when he's he's laying in the hospital bed mm-hmm. in like the medical room, and he sees a black guy. He's yeah. like, hey, do you know Raphael? Because <laughs> I have a message. You're the only <laughs> other black person I've seen. Right. That's not on TV. Right. So exactly. maybe, maybe you two know each other. So that was pretty funny. And then yeah, there's that that funny outtake. Right. right at the credits. That's funny. Peter Sellers trying to.
0: No. Nope something about the jive, don't want none of your jive and you know, all he just kept cracking himself up.
1: Yeah. Um, I have a a recast possibility. Okay. Here. So I was thinking about this. It's like, okay, it's gotta be a comedian. It's gotta be someone who can play it straight. But also they they can't be funny just by say nothing right so you couldn't have like a Will Ferrell right Will Ferrell couldn't do this because he couldn't help himself of just like making faces or like him just I don't know just the joke wouldn't be the funny part he would be the funny part, right right so we need someone who can play it straight but also be kind of calm at the same time very straight face so the only one that would make that made sense to me Sasha Baron Cohen yes I think he could do it. He does it in his movies. <laughs> he does it in his movies, but also like I could see him mm-hmm. acting and being like a straight person and just sort of the blank fa- face, but funny. Right. Exactly. And Sellers' face the whole time—it's not necessarily blank, right? Mm-hmm. Sometimes he has like kind of a goofy smile, like almost like he doesn't understand, like doesn't understand what's happening, or he's the only one who understands. <laughs> <laughs> I guess that's true. I guess we, I guess we could flip it and have him be this evil mastermind, right. right? Yeah, but then as far as like the other people, they didn't even really matter, right? I mean, the old man could be any old man. Right. Shirley McLean, I don't know any woman who's yep. in her forties who's a good comedic actor. Aniston, and just, I mean, whoever, yep. like, doesn't, yep. yeah, doesn't even really matter. Um, but yeah, the the, chan- the role of Chance
0: is extremely difficult. It's the one you have to nail. Yeah, and I, and I think Sellers nails it. Um, there's a We've seen him why
1: he wanted to do this for
0: so many years.
1: So, so speaking of sellers, I have a couple of uh, lingering questions, unless you have other, anything else nope. you want to add. So I'll get to that question last. So did Chauncey watch two men have sex at the ambassador party? No. You don't think that happened? No. If I think did. he just walked away. <laughs> okay, because if it did... yeah. There would be no indication, right? Because right. he gets approached by a gay man <laughs> who's like, hey, have you ever had sex with a man? He's like, I like to watch. No, before <laughs> that, he's oh, he like, I don't think so, <laughs> <laughs> which is a great answer. And he's like, I like watch. He's like, oh, don't. He's like, stay here. I'm going to go get Warren. Mm-hmm. And based on everything I know about Chauncey, he would have just stayed there. And then he would have went upstairs, yeah. watched, probably got up and walked away. Not, but, not think twice about it. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, my other question was Ben and the Illuminati I think the answer is yes Yes. Mm -hmm. Um, okay now here we go Um, Peter Sellers underrated properly rated
0: overrated I think he's properly you know because his choice of films was not very good in his career I think he did a lot of good early stuff you know um And he was a, you know, he was a serious actor at one time until he started doing,
1: uh, you know, Doctor Strange Love things like that. But But, I mean, that's a, he's he's funny in that. Oh, he's hilarious. Yeah. So here's the first clause. Again, I don't know if he wrote this. Mm -hmm. This is his IMDb, probably he didn't write it, but someone in his team maybe wrote it. Often credited as the greatest comedian of all time. Is that sound right? (laughs) (laughs) Okay, because. I'm not very familiar with Peter Sellers. I know the Pink Panther stuff. Mm-hmm. I know Dr. Strangelove. So I thought maybe there's this whole other career that I'm missing out on.
0: No, you didn't miss out on I, You know, he did some, you know, co- comedy like The Mouse That Roared, where he played a bunch of different parts, again, like he did in Dr. Strangelove. Uh, but most of his movies are forgettable, you know, and which is too bad because he was a terrific actor, you know. Um, he just didn't have, you know, oh, he's got the Casino, Casino Royale, which was the first James Bond, or one of the, it was a spoof on James Bond, and mm-hmm. I Love You, Alice B. Toklas, which we watched last year, which didn't hold up very well, mm-hmm. but it's, it's things like The Party, again, same thing. Doesn't hold up? Doesn't hold up, so. Greatest mm-hmm. comedi- comedian of all time? No.
1: Often credited. Often. People are saying. I don't know People who that <laughs> is. Hi, Matt, you want to get some scores here? Sure. All right. What do you think for IMDb? I'm going to go 7, 8. Again, low. Oh, 8. Again. Another 8. Two eight. Yeah. And, and Hollow Ground, 67,000 people checking in on that. So, mm-hmm. Very beloved movie. Mm-hmm. What about uh, Rotten Tomatoes? I'm going to go 96. 95 okay. for the critics. Mm-hmm. And the audience a little bit lower. The ninety? Ninety two. Ninety two. Okay. So again, I was I was wrong when I
0: first when I said in the first part of the show that I, I'd seen a Siskel and Ebert where they
1: talked about last pictures. It wasn't, it was about this was one. Was this one? Yeah, oh, okay. I they both loved it. No. so this is the critic's consensus. Let me see if Ebert's review is on the first page here real quick. It is not. Um Okay, so Critics' Consensus is Smart, sophisticated, and refreshingly subtle Being there soars, beyond, soars behind Sensitive direction from Hal Ashby And a stellar Peter Sellers performance Sensitive direction yeah, it's, it's fine
0: <laughs> Well, I, I loved, there was one
1: Fun scene, scene I, loved, I,
0: I wanted to mention was the Basketball Jones scene
1: Basketball Jones Yeah, what, what was that a real thing or was that made just
0: for this? Movie? No, that was a song. Okay. That was a real song. It was uh, almost like a Bill Cosby thing, you know. It's, uh, but yeah, that was a real song that
1: made the charts at one time. I think it was Cheech Marin. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Who did that? I didn't know if that was made for the film or if that was something. Already... I'm not, I don't
0: think it was. I think it was, uh, you know, out there already or. I, I, I don't know, but it was kind of a cool scene where he, they he first arrives at the Rand house, and he gets carried. But there's all these servants meet him outside, and all it was mm-hmm.
1: just really to me it was really funny. Okay, so Basketball Jones, written and performed by Cheech Marin and Tommy Chong. Mm-hmm. This is the band: George Harrison, lead guitar; Carol King, piano in background. Oh my vocals. god. Uh, Billy Preston keyboards, Tom Scott saxophone.
0: Billy Preston too? Wow, <laughs> so, did not
1: know that. I Was it made know. for the film though? Uh, I don't say. Think so. I don't know. Hmm. Interesting though. Yeah, yeah. Basketball Jones. Um, all right, Matt. So next week, I'm going to recommend you a couple movies from the '90s. So we're going to go. spa uh, Yeah, we're going to go dark. This is not a Gloria film. Mm, nope. Train Spotting. Yes. Uh, watch it with the subtitles. And then we're going to go Super Light American Pie. Okay. Which I don't know if you're going to love it, but you should definitely experience it. It's got a lot of people in it, I think, that I. It became. It's a quintessential 90s movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It, yeah. I, I don't know why tra- I've never tra- seen it. Train Spotting is yeah. too. They both are, yeah. are pretty good. Um, all right, so you want to get out of here? Yep. All right, peace. Bye. Philistine. What's a Philistine?
0: It's a guy who doesn't care about books or interesting films and things.
1: Then I'm a Philistine.
0: No, you're interested in books and things. No, I'm a Philistine. You've been shitting in my yard. I have not. You want me to hold the
1: chicken, huh? I want you to hold it between your knees. (laughs) Ha ha ha!
0: Jane, what you do here in effect is count boners. Oh, mm-hmm. no. the guy who uh, his boss or whatever okay I don't know if I've ever seen an episode of Magnum yeah. P.I. yeah it's not bad you know it, it, he was an original I think originally he was a character on Rockford Files mm.
1: Oh, you know, he played a P.I. on that show so as a guest spot he, yeah the English teacher in this one he reads I like, think from Keats yep. like, truth is beauty and mm-hmm. beauty is truth, truth and, yeah so, and none of them understand what the fuck he's doing. <laughs> no, or give a shit yeah, I mean, I I think this movie is an argument against truth is beauty. Right, <laughs> like, right. truth is terrible. <laughs> I watched a, uh, I watched
0: a clip of of uh, Siskel and Ebert reviewing this on their show. Um,
1: they both just absolutely loved it. Oh, that's sure. kind of cool. Yeah,
0: they have good tastes.
1: Yeah, typically. Yeah.